that, that may be a little bit of a hint as to one of the teams. So if you know the answer to that, give us a call at 919-860-9783. I tried this question out on our producer, uh, and uh, uh, it, was, it was interesting. So uh, when if you're into the horse racing, you know about the Triple Crown. The three races that compose the Triple Crown occur in uh, mostly in May and June. The Kentucky Derby is, is always run, except it was not last year because of the the virus. Uh, it was run later, but it typically uh, is run on the first Saturday in May. And when the horse that wins gets to the winter circle, a, a garland, I guess you'd call it, of a certain flower is put around the horse's neck. In fact, the race sometimes is referred to as the run for the blank flower. What is the flower that the horse gets around his neck? or her neck, as the case may be. And both of the other two races, a couple of weeks later, they run the Preakness near Baltimore, and there's a garland of flowers, a different flower. And what I want to know is the flower. And then three weeks later, uh, usually the first week in June, the third leg of the Triple Crown is run at the Belmont track in New York City, and the horse that wins there gets another flower, one that signifies... uh, the city of New York. And so what I want to know from you is for you to call me and tell me the three flowers, three different flowers that are awarded to the horse that wins each leg. And as you, I'm sure, know, not a lot of horses win the Triple Crown. I'm going to do some literary literary question tonight, too, uh, and then we're going to do a little geography. I'm going to give you... A, oh, we've got... Uh, a couple of small questions there. The first three NFL teams still playing, the founding fathers, so to speak, of NFL. The three flowers that signify the the, uh, the triple crown of racing. Uh, I'm going to name three books, and I want you to tell me the author of these books, all of them. I think all of these, uh, yes, they're all post-World War II, so they're relatively new. The first one is entitled The Naked and the Dead. And it's it's a well it's not nice stuff but it's uh, it's all right to mention the title on our family show. Tell me who wrote that book. One of my sort of favorite books in a way, Catch Twenty Two. Tell me who wrote that book. And the third one is In Cold Blood. Most people should know who wrote that book. That's a book you should read, but you will only want to read it one time. In Cold Blood. These are the three books. Catch Twenty Two. And the naked and the dead. All right. Now for some geography questions, and then we'll uh, you can be dialing up nine one nine. That's our area code eight six zero nine seven eight three. That's eight six zero WPTF. Let's talk about North Carolina geography. I think I can find my card that I've got. This is on. I had to write some of this down. It was so many questions uh, tonight. In fact, uh, what I'll do is I will do the the ones, the uh, same questions, but do it for the country as a whole. What I want to know is the top five, or it could be the top three, if that's as far as you can get, uh, states in the Union based on population. That is, the most populous state in the Union would be number one. The second most populous would be number two. And if it helps you, uh, and she's, she's not to tell you the answer, but I found out where our producer is from tonight. She happened to mention it. She is from the third most populous state 
in the union. So we're looking for the top five, but we'll go. We'll we'll let you off in the top three. And if you only know part of it, we'll build an answer. We'll we'll let somebody else get the ones that you did not get. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three, and we will eventually, I think, have the same kind of question for for North Carolina. But let's just go for the U.S. And we're talking about population now, and what is the most populous state? Total number of people, uh, and what is second? What is third? Tell us uh, who the the original three NFL teams still playing. The three flowers that signify the triple crown. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Queue up. That is, get in line, as they would say in, in Britain, right now, and we'll take your calls right after this. We always have a good time on Friday night, Friday night trivia show on the Tom Kearney Show. We're here, of course, again to mention it. Drill it into your head so you'll tune in every night if you can. In fact, we especially want you to tune in next Wednesday when we have our yearly meditation on the Irish in America on St. Patrick's Day, 919-860-9783. I believe Brittany told me that Jane, who is in Hillsborough, is our first caller. Is that correct, Jane? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Are you part of the bedroom community of Hillsboro for Chapel Hill? I'm not sure what that means, but sure, why not? It means you work in Chapel Hill, but you have a house in Hillsboro and you live in Hillsboro. Oh, I used to work in Chapel Hill, then I worked in Hillsboro, now I'm retired. Well, so that's a good yes idea. And, yes, and extended to, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, you will probably join me. I, recommend, I am semi-retired. I do this because I, I love to do this, but... Uh, I, I, I recommend retirement to anybody who can do it. There you go. And you, you're in a you're in a good and historical place there. It's a kind of you can walk around the streets down around the Colonial Inn and that you know that where yes, the Masonic yes. Lodge is, and you can kind of feel like the spirits of ancient North Carolinians are down there. It's not just a beautiful part of North Carolina; it's a beautiful part of the world. Oh it well, really you. Is. You, I'm a professional North Carolinian, and I, I will tell you that you are, uh, well, uh, Sir Walter Raleigh sent some of his explorers over here, and one of them was a man named Barlow, I think. I, I, I'm getting the name wrong. It doesn't really matter. But what he said is he had found the fairest land under the cope of heaven. Wow. And uh, I don't care what the other people say. It, it's, it's nice to get up in the morning and just look out. And if yeah. you're in the mountains or at the coast, it's even better. And the birds sing all across the state. Oh, yeah, so I, I literally saw a robin today, and Mrs. Kearney saw a couple of cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're all out. They're all they're out. All out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah. They, they know it's time. Yeah. yeah, just waiting for the hummers now. You like hummingbirds? I do. Do you have nectar? Do you feed them? I do, and I, I haven't put it out yet because they're not quite here yet. Okay, all right. I used to have a bird egg first. I don't do any of this myself, but I like to watch people do it. I'm a, I'm a student of whatever. Which question are you going to answer tonight? I think I think I'm going to answer the NFL. Now you you would think I would get a guy to answer that question, but well, I've got a lady here. That's all right. But, I, but I'm originally I, from Detroit, so I think that the Lions were one. I know oh, I hate, the Cleveland Browns are another. I hate to do this because you sound like such a nice person. You know, when I was I came of age, I'm already started, wrong, aren't I? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, I, I came of age and started being interested in the NFL. The the, the uh, of course Detroit always plays on Thanksgiving Day and at that time yeah. a guy named Otto Graham was the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns and they played them and it was always 
that was the first two teams that I knew about. But everybody who lived in this part of the world pulled for the Washington Redskins. Well, and they were the third team I was going to mention. But um, years ago, I, I uh, had a friend who was uh, the daughter of Cal Thomas, who was an old-time Detroit Lion, and he was a Lion back in the late 20s. And that's why I thought it was Detroit. But Actually, I think the Lions were created, and, and, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I'm kind of a soft person. I don't enjoy saying you're wrong, but I think the Lions were created in, in uh, about 1934. Okay. Uh, and the Browns were part of another league mm-hmm. uh, called the All-American Football League, and they became a part of what became the NFL right after World War II. And what was the other? Washington Redskins, the Redskins were created yeah. in, they were actually in Boston in the 30s and moved to Washington like 1938 or something like yeah. that. So, so I had but two, I, I and, and I was who, wrong on the Lions, because the Redskins was my third the, my third choice, and that was the, the team that moved. Well, I can't tell you who they are, but they're all, two of them were actually in one city, and the other ones were uh, kind of up a uh, little bit north of there. Uh, okay. But two, of, all three of them are still playing, and one of, one of them is playing in a different place, so it has a different name, but it still has the same nickname. Okay. As, as originally, but if you stay tuned, I'll try to remember to tell you which ones they are. And if I don't call me up and say, "Tell me in it," or I will, you know, put a hoax on you or something. I, like I won't do that. And okay. and I'm always willing to be wrong. And I'm oh. I'm happy to be wrong. Uh, I'm always willing. I, I I learn almost as much by being wrong as I learn by being right. More and, so, uh, so more so, so for me. I hope you will call again. This has been pleasant. Thank you so much. Appreciate Thank it. You. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye. Okay, there there are three wrong answers, but it was it was really a good wrong answer session. So what we needed to what we were looking for is that the three original NFL members uh, there were others, but the others have disappeared. These are still playing in the NFL. Okay, and uh, Joe Williams is out there somewhere. I'm told Joe Williams is the only person who we, who calls us that we use his last name. <laughs> I'm not hey, sure what that means, but uh, it is okay. Joe, how are you tonight? Hey, Tom, I'm doing well. I hope you are. I am. I'm doing fine. Yeah. Uh, who? Which question are you going to take tonight? The uh, In Cold Blood book. Uh huh. Well, you get a chance to name the other two also, but you. you okay. <laughs> I, if you I don't can't, have the biggest idea who the other okay, two are. Okay. Okay. Tell me who did uh, In Cold Blood. Truman Capote did uh, In Cold Blood. Yeah, you know who, and I, I, got, I can't think of her name right now, but you know who his research assistant was, was one of his best friends. Uh, I, I do not. I, I'm trying to The lady that. that wrote To Kill a Mockingbird. Was, oh, was is that one. right? You wouldn't think so, but uh, she I was one of his... Well, they were, yeah, if you've seen the movie To Kill a Mockingbird, a kind of nerdy little boy who plays around with Scout and her brother is supposed to be Truman Capote. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of the... Uh, family's name. They were out in Kansas, but I can't even think of their name. Uh, I've I've repressed it. I really meant it when I said you. You. It's a good book. It's it's, it's really created a genre, but you don't want to read it twice. Uh, yeah, I think I've got what I think is an original copy of it, but uh, I'm not a book expert, so I guess I'll take it down to Irv at the Reader's Corner and let him look at it and see. Yeah. He he would know. And, yeah, yeah. One of the reasons I want the world to get back together is so I can begin my my trips to the Reader's Corner. That's where I where it's not far from where I live, and I, I like to go over there. But oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I've been I guess at a time you could have walked over there. Probably. Not I, in now. fact, when I used to walk for my health, that was one of my points. You know, somewhere okay. to walk to. Yeah. Turn I remember back. back probably thirty, maybe 
35 years ago, Irv riding around on his bicycle uh, to the yard sales over in that area on Saturday mornings. Well, I can remember when that was a convenience store there, you know, where you where you buy milk and bread and everything. Like yeah. I've got another caller, Joe. I, I I've got to quit. I have bad habits, and I'm just in doing one of them right now. I'm talking too much. Okay, and well, it, good talking with you. Have a good weekend, Tom. You take care. Uh huh. Bye bye. And uh, I should have told Joe, and I will tell you. Remember to turn your clocks ahead Saturday night before you go to bed. We're going to Broadway now to talk to Anthony. Anthony, good evening. You're on WPTF. Hey, Tom. What do you know? You just said a bad word there about turning those clocks ahead. <laughs> you lose. Well, I my hate life that. is... I hate daylight saving time. I really do. Well, I I, I don't hate it. I, I understand, and I'm, I shouldn't say anything because it's a free country. And uh, there are days when when I had a more, more particular schedule that I did hate it. But I now I, yeah, I can stay... I can sleep as long as I want to most days. And of course, I have to pay for it at the other end of the day, but whatever. Which which question are you going to do, though? Well, first thing I want to say is I'm going to help Joe out. The family name on that uh, in Cold Blood book was Clutter. Clutter, okay, all right. Clutter out of uh, Kansas. Yeah. And it was a man, his wife, and son and daughter were killed by uh, these two individuals. Uh, right. who were uh, executed in April of 1965 was when that happened. And, of course, Truman Capote wrote the book. All right, now the other question I'm going to take. I grew up watching Mr. Ed on television, and I'm going to do the horse questions about uh, the Triple Crown. All right, well, Mr. Ed right. didn't win any of those races, though. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Um, Red Roses at Louisville. That's right. You have the next leg is Black Eyed Susan's. There and you then go. The last you got one it. you're going to have is White Carnations. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. I used yeah, to love watched, my first race that I ever watched on TV. I was a freshman in high school. Was Secretariat won in uh, May and June of '73, and I said, "Wow, this is great!" You know, you got a horse here that wins three races, and um, but. If you look in the past history, the last time a horse won like that was 1948. So uh, that right. was something to behold. And, of course, they've, there's other horses that have won since then, but Secretariat is my main horse. Well, if I turn slightly to the left, I have a picture, a big poster of Stephen. You know who Stephen is. Brought it, brought oh, yeah. It for me. Uh, Secretariat it is the only picture of an athlete in my house. There's no Lou Gehrig, no... I've got a black and white photograph of Babe Ruth and and uh, Yogi Berra, but but it's not even hung. But this, I look at Secretary every morning when I get up. He was a miracle, is what he was. He so, was. Okay, yeah. I've got to stop here because we're coming up on the time for the news. But I always am glad to hear from you, and I hope you will take care of yourself. Okay. I will take care of myself. Good to talk with you, Tom, and stay good out there. Okay. That's, yes, sir. Uh, our friend Anthony, who knows the answer to most things uh, on tonight's uh, version of the Tom Kearney Show. Uh, uh, we're doing trivia, and we've got some questions out there. 919-860-9783. We'll be back. Thanks for the time on WCTF Radio, AM 680 FM 98.5 on a Friday night. I believe it is... 
March the 12th, and I will will promo again the fact that, uh, well, number one, I think uh, my brother Stephen is going to be on with us Tuesday night to talk about the the nominations for the uh, Oscars. Uh, They will be released from Hollywood early on Monday morning, and this will be Tuesday evening, and maybe he can help us make sense of who has been nominated and how the pictures that have been released through streaming as well as brick-and-mortar movie houses will will go. It'll be worth listening to. And Wednesday night I get to do my annual meditation on the Irish in Ireland and the Irish in in America. So uh, uh, you're guaranteed to hear Danny Boy at least one time. So, uh, So join us on Wednesday night. Tonight we are doing trivia, and it's kind of potpourri trivia. We've had a little sports, a little geography trivia. I believe it's Henry in Raleigh is on the line. Is that right, Henry? You're on the line? Yes, sir, right here. Do you have an answer to one of the questions tonight? I'd like to try the geography question about the uh, top populated states in the United States. Okay. okay. We will. I've asked you for five, but I'll settle for three. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Number one, I believe, is California. That is correct. I believe number two is Texas. That is correct. And I think number three is Florida. Right. That's where our producer, Miss Miss Brittany, is from. She's from Florida. Now, just to put a little icing on the cake, if you can, you've really fulfilled the requirements now. But what are the uh, number four and number five? All right. I'll take a shot at it. Um, I'm going to guess... New York State and uh, Illinois. Now, you got them so right. I, you didn't look these up, did you? No, sir. I promise you. Okay. All right. Because you, you, you got them exactly right. Okay. Two, okay. I decided when I was doing this, I'd throw these in at the bottom if anybody got them right. And so you did. So you get the, the uh, surplus questions. Where would North Carolina fit into this? What number would it be? <clears throat> Well, that could change uh, this year when the census results come out. But my last, my, the last time I think I knew it, I think North Carolina was number fourteen or thirteen. No, that is not correct. It's less than that. But we won't, we won't, we won't say what it is. Somebody else can take a try at it. But it's okay. not, not that. It's closer to number one than that. Okay. What is uh, this? Is the last question now? Which state has the least people? Oh, my, let's see. Uh, I'm going to guess that it's either South Dakota or North Dakota. You're close, but neither one of those is the answer. You're close. All right. It's been good talking to you the last few days, and I hope you will continue to call. And you did fine. Thank you. I will. Thank you. And I'll be be listening for the answer about the least populated state. Okay. All right. You'll see how close you came. 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. If you, like uh, Henry, want to, to dial us up and see if we can answer the questions. What we'd asked for was, and he got most of the answer, but he's left a little piece of it hanging out there, and you can attack it if you want to. He named the five most popular states in the Union. and But but the, the, the footnote question was, okay, where does North Carolina fit in? And that's what you can still answer if you want to. And also, what is the pop- state with the least population? California has the most. What state has the least? Okay. We have asked you to tell us the three National Football League teams still playing who were a member of the, the original class. They, there were three that were there, the, like, the first day, uh, and uh, and they're still playing. Uh, they still have the same nicknames. 
Well, actually, one of them has sort of changed, but we'll talk about that when we get a right answer. But one of them has left the town where it was originally located and gone somewhere else. But two of them are still more or less where they were. Okay, there's three of those. One of the questions we had, but it's been answered, were the three three flowers associated with the running of the races in the Kentucky Derby, the, the roses, the black-eyed Susans, and the carnations. Okay? And uh, I had some books. I decided to go uptown and do some literary work uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it, it worked out pretty good, so I thought we would try it again. And uh, I, what I want you to name, and nobody's taken this yet. Uh, I'll give you three books. One of them is The Naked and the Dead. One of them is Catch-22. And uh, number three uh, is in Cold Blood. Now, somebody got it. We've had, we've had two people to answer it, but the other two have not been. And I will tell you that The Naked and the Dead is about World War II. It's about war, and uh, as is Catch-22. But uh, what we want to know is the author of those two books. We found out that In Cold Blood was written by Truman Capote. So uh, those are still out there if you want to, to dial up uh, and give us the answer. So we've got some sort of geographic question. Brittany, is anybody else on the line yet now? Yes, we have Carrie from Durham calling. Harry from Durham? Carrie. Terry, okay. Terry, are you there? Yes, I am. It's, it's hard for me to hear, but I, I can hear you. Okay. Do you know the answer? Yes, uh, I like to answer. Uh, uh, try to uh, try to answer the one of the. Uh, I think I know both, but I want to try first to answer the the uh, least populous state in the union. You may answer both of those in that category, and it, it is okay. what state? Uh, I believe the uh, the least populous state is. I want to say it's the state of Wyoming. You are correct. It is Wyoming. Uh, there are almost as many people in Raleigh as there are in the whole state of Wyoming, and the mm-hmm. the uh, there are more people in Charlotte than the whole uh, right. city. I, I'm actually giving away something there, but and then I think the other question was uh, as far as what does North Carolina as in population in the union? Yeah, and I believe if I uh, I believe we're the tenth large tenth largest tenth tenth uh, uh, state and population in the union? I saw one list that had 10 and one that had 9. I think the 9 is more correct because it was a later one. You know, sometimes oh, okay. they put those things on uh, on like on uh, the Internet and they never take them down, you know. And one list is uh, 10 years ago and the other list is 5 years ago, and you have to kind of keep an eye on them. But it's either 9 or 10, so you're right. Uh, okay. It doesn't make any difference, and you're right about about Wyoming. Wyoming has about 570,000 people in the whole state, but I understand it's beautiful. worth going to. Are you still there? I think Hello. we lost him. Brittany, it sounds like something died there. there yes, there. I think we lost him. But we're still operative here, We are, aren't we? Okay. Yes. Do, do we have another caller? We don't at the moment. Okay. 919-860-9783 is the number, 919-860-WPTF. I'm going to give you another question here. Uh, and the population here is not the states in the Union, but the counties in North Carolina. And what I want you to tell me is what is the most populous county in North Carolina and what is second and what is third. The same thing, the top five. See if you know the top five. And uh, if you if you could come up with that, and 
And for those of you who with a literary bent, let's see, I wrote this on the back of this card. I'm going to tell you three books, and I want to know the authors of the three books, or as many as you can get, and somebody else can answer the rest of them. One of them is one that a lot of us read when we were in school. It's called The Red Badge of Courage. I want to know who wrote that book, The Red Badge of Courage. One of my favorites that I had to read sometime, uh, The Great Gatsby is the title of it. And this one may be tough. It may not be. I was going to choose another one by this author. He has has a, a number of books. He's extremely famous. He's now dead. But the book is called Absalom, Absalom. There's three then. Absalom, Absalom. And if you don't know that one, you can just answer the other two. The Great Gatsby and the Red Badge of Courage. Okay, there are some questions for you to answer. You need to dial up 919-860-9783. We'll be back to get your answers right after this. to any of these questions, they're going wanting. So 919 is our area code, 860-9783-860-WPTF, Friday Night Trivia. I want to know, nobody's taken this one. We've got a lot of sports fans out there. The three football teams still playing in the NFL, they were there the first day, or just about. That's actually simplifying it a little, but they were in the original charter. They're still playing. One of them is still... It's in, not in the same city, but it still has the same nickname. And the other two are basically where they were. There was a brief period that the, the one they, they usually say is the first team uh, was called the, the Decatur Staley's. Now, I've told you something, but I haven't told you what the name of the team is because when they joined up the NFL, they uh, changed the city and they changed the name of the team. They, I think they, they, the company sponsored the team, the Staley. They made starch or something like that out of, of corn. But anyway, corn starch. Yeah, right. But they were called the Decatur Staley's, but that's not what they're called today. And they're still playing. They've done well. Uh, that's their last NFL championship game that they were in, like a Super Bowl, was probably 1985, somewhere along in there. But uh, giving you a few hints there. That's what we want to know. We want to know the uh, counties in North Carolina, what uh, the uh, – most, I guess it's the most populous county and the uh, next most populous. And uh, so if you know the answer to those questions, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We, uh, I think, have retired the partial questions that we had about the uh, state with the least population, of course, turned out to be Wyoming, and North Carolina was either ninth. I, that's what I had, but one of our calls had 10th, and it could have been 10th because I saw that on one list uh, and, and so on. So, and while we're doing the thing about North Carolina, we'll, we would like, I'd like to have the five most populous counties and the five largest counties in the area. They're not the same. They're not the same. But either one of those questions will be is an answerable question, and you're invited to answer those questions. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. The five largest counties in the state, and the five largest counties that's in area, and the five largest in population. So either one of those. And on the literary side, I told you three books, and I want you to tell me the authors of The Red Badge of Courage and uh, The Great Gatsby. All these ought to be easy because those, those books are required in most public schools. And uh, The Red Badge of Courage is a 
wonderful story. And the movie is worth watching, too, because Audie Murphy is in the movie. And if you know any sense of American history and military service in World War II, you know who Audie Murphy is. In fact, if you know who he is, call me up and tell me. Why is he more famous than a lot of other fellows who carry their rifle? But he was in the movie The Red Badge of Courage. The the third book is a book called Absalom, Absalom, by one of the South's most famous and highly regarded authors. But I want you to tell me his name. That's how we, we get out of this. 919-860-9783. The most populous counties in the state, let's say the top five or the top three, and the largest counties in the area. If you live here, you should know a little bit about where you live and uh, what uh, what what the circumstances are. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Brittany, this, has anyone showed up yet here? At the, is it? Not at the moment. I want somebody to do these North Carolina questions so we can get them out of the way, and to do the football questions because uh, the, the NFL. Well, we had the Super Bowl about a month ago, but it's a big deal, and it grew from a, like the little. The big oak that grew from the little acorns, and the the home of professional football in America was in the Midwest. Was it actually in Ohio and Illinois? And uh, the lady who called, who thought that one of these schools, one of these teams, must have been Detroit, chose the right geographic area. But Detroit uh, was in the wasn't in the initial creation wave. It, it was created in 
is the uh, the the same nickname nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. One of the things I thought about tonight was asking you, and we'll do this in a future program. We'll we'll have the the oldest in, in league play professional baseball team. The first professional baseball team, of course, was the Cincinnati Red Stockings. But this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about the National League, which was the older league. It's older by about 25 years. And there are two teams that were in it on day one. A lot of them dropped away, but they kept playing. They kept playing. And one of two of the two of them are still playing. Still, I think, using the names they started with. One of them is in the same city that started. And the other one is not. It's it's moved around a little bit, but they're still active at the two oldest professional baseball teams. I believe Jim Croce's out there. He's our signature. He's going to wish you good, good and well. And we hope you'll join us next week for as many programs as possible.